Beckett is here with me, and of course, sitting across the table, one of my favorite artists, Daniel Crozier, and he brought his friend, um, Joe Oliver? Yes. Correct? Yes, sir. That's the worst I've ever fucked up an intro on Bedface, so I'm no. sorry that you got, <laughs> you had to, uh, you had to listen to that. They've got a new project coming out called Windiglow, and it's W-E-N and then Dayglow. Mm-hmm. And you were telling us about it earlier at the table, uh, Please, will you tell our listeners? Uh, well, uh, essentially, uh, Windiglo is uh, about a Windigo, who, you know, one of those evil spirits of the forest uh, who wants to uh, buy into human greed. And what better way to do that than to become a, a, a reality TV producer and uh, program uh, awful television. Uh, and then on the side, um, you know, doing the, uh, you know, the human blood sacrifice to make uh, oh you know non-interesting non-talented uh, you know people very uh, you know famous and, and wealthy you know which explains you know much of the state of uh, television today you know it, it's got to have a supernatural slant yeah you know, in real life yeah. right virgin sacrifices making people successful <laughs> See? Yeah. <laughs> now, did you guys come up with the idea together? Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely wanted to... Uh, what? We, yeah, we hashed out quite a bit um, together, but mostly the script was Dan. Like, he's got so many ideas, um, and I love drawing horror and comedy, and I think it was a fairly solid idea when you came to me, and we just... Well, you bullshitted really well. Can I say that? Oh. Oh. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah. Okay. Say bullshit. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was like, oh. uh, yeah, uh, it was, I don't, I don't think the full script was written, but the uh, synopsis and the idea was out, and we just talked about what type of character he was. Um, Dan wanted to include other, like, American folklore, so there's the Michigan Dogman, the Puckwudgie, which is like a awesome. Native American troll type gremlin yeah but it's it's a lot of fun and if you like uh gritty sam raimi-esque like evil dead slapstick like there's some scenes that are were really fun to draw they're juicy (laughs) when i saw your art for the first time today believe it or not sam raimi was the first thought i had in my head so i'm glad that you brought that up it does have a very uh (laughs) A very Evil Dead 2 vibe, and that's one of the best compliments I think I can I can give you as an artist, as a fan of horror and comedy myself. My two favorite things in the entire world, horror and comedy. Hell so yes. I, I can't wait to uh I can't wait to read this. When can we expect to see it? Good question. <laughs> Mostly down down to me. Like it's it's been in the works for a long time and just due to like scheduling, haven't been able to hash anything out until last couple months um i think by the end of the year and then we'll probably get like a game plan of when to yeah go to print and where to release awesome very cool yeah um yeah i I really wanted to to work with joe uh i've known him for what you know 10 or more years probably yeah Uh, i've seen him around town he's he's a graduate of uh, rocky mountain college of art and design uh, as well as I am, yeah, he's you know probably a few years later. Mm-hmm. Um, I was all the way back in 2000. Uh, so old, um, crusted. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was you know it's like you know, got to work with this guy. This guy's you know really fucking talented and uh, you know just an amazing illustrator. He's also one of the sweetest, kindest people, and I need to corrupt him as much as I can. 
I think we kept running into each other at like different places and truck like, stops. Yeah, <laughs> bathrooms and um, secret bathrooms. But yeah, like I'd always been a fan of Dan's work, and uh, I didn't know that he wrote also, and so neither did I. <laughs> yeah, after years of us talking and like doing some shows and stuff together and running into each other, I think it, yeah, it was meant to be. So this is the first thing you guys have ever done together. Uh, uh, on paper? <laughs> sure. Right. That's, yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, no, it, it, you know, it, I've always been a, a fan of horror. Uh, I mean, that, that, that seems to be both of our go-tos. When I've been to your studio. To get, it is horrifying. Um, I'm so sorry for the many deaths during that last podcast. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, you know it's just a, a nice excuse to to kind of get together. And it also yeah, I've been doing like show devils and distortions for such a long time. And all these uh, like licensed uh, you know properties, you know, unknown licensed properties um, that uh, yeah, I wanted to do something original and and uh, be able to just write and, and uh, you know, I, I really do like working with other illustrators who, for one, don't take nearly as fucking long as I do. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, really uh, putting them out there and, and showcasing them as much as possible uh, and trying to make it as much of a, a collaborative uh, effort uh, as, as I can. Um, and after all, my, my scripts are shit. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that I didn't scare uh, somebody like Joe off. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's definitely, a, you know, it's a fun process. And, and you know, just giving them that, that space and time to, you know, build up to it and, uh, you know, get it done. And then, and then you know, being surprised, too, by seeing the, the change in, in, in style and approach and making it feel like an, an adult swim kind of you know, animation uh, panels and stuff. So that was that was a pleasant surprise. So you say your writing is is shit, but he turns it into gold. It sounds right, right? Right? Yeah, it's yeah. He's the golden goose, <laughs> not me. When uh, one thing I've noticed, this is the second project we've worked on together. Uh, the first one was one of the show double stories. Where oh, you, that's right. Where you have uh, the different artists do the, the yeah. shorts, and it was a five pager, five or six page. Um, and one thing I noticed early on with the way Dan writes is it's very cinematic. And so if you don't have that uh, mindset or can't get into that mindset, it's, it'd probably be very uh, esoteric to see like different shots. But if you have any sort of creativity at all, like reading it, it's, it's hilarious and it flows really well. And I think that's why it was, it was a good fit. That and a lot of toilet humor. So yeah, that, that's that's where the flow comes from. <laughs> Somebody flushed. Uh, October's coming up, guys. What's the first, second, third, fourth horror movie you're going to throw on? What? Oh, in, in celebration. I know you guys. I, I watch a lot of horror in October just because you know tis the season. Yes. You guys do the same, or is it horror all the time? It's horror all the time. Just, all the time. Okay. I just watch the news. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> That's too terrifying for me, That's man. That's too, it's too realistic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what are you, what have you been watching? Uh, lately, I, I put off watch, I, so every few months I watched The Thing. Um, oh, so good. And I put off watching it a couple months ago so I could watch it in October, even though I've seen it like hundreds of times. Um, 
I always watch Trick or Treat because yeah, that's like fun. that one became like an instant classic for me because they really captured like the essence of how I felt when I was a kid around Halloween. Um, and doing the short stories, it feels like almost adult fairy tale esque. Uh, I like that one a lot. Return of the Living Dead with the punks. Um, that soundtrack, I, I still fucking play fuck that. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Was that Grave 45? Yep, Grave yep. 45. The Cramps. And Have you seen any of those, Bex? Nope. Any of the three? What? Oh, oh man. Okay, well, we know what mind. we're doing tonight. Yes. Yeah. Fucking oh, so pizza movie time. <laughs> Yes, teach me. I'm willing to learn. Yes, so good. Finally, a disciple. <laughs> all, all three you picked though are, are very good, uh, very good choices. So, like, kind of, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, I, I love, uh, I love horror so much, and I, I usually end up watching like a, a shit ton, and it takes a while to pick out those gems, you know. But yeah. But it's nice, you know, you get to dig around and, and find that diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do have to wade through a lot of crap, but but that's kind of part of, you know, what makes, makes you appreciate that, that one gem. Yes. Um, so I think, uh, like, their show, yeah, since Toby Hooper passed away, I think they're showcasing, like, uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre at, I think, the Esquire sometime this month or next month. Cool. And I definitely want to see that. I've never seen that on the, uh, on the, the big screen. Yeah, that was one that I mean, it still terrifies the hell out of me. Every time I see it, that's that's it's so good and so unnerving. And even if it was like just that that one little weird misfire, because he's made a lot of other movies since then, and you know, Poltergeist, and and then the rest, you know, just not as memorable. But that Texas Chainsaw, that uh, kind of documentary feel to it. Very raw. Yeah, yeah very raw. I mean, no gore at all. And, and yet that's, you talk to people and it's like, oh yeah, it's so gory. What a, yeah, I don't think you saw it. <laughs> like you don't see yeah. like hardly anything. And it's, yeah, the locations on that one. It's so like, visceral. Yeah, they did a really good job of, like you see like the... Uh, effects of things and like the Ed Gain esque mm-hmm. like house with like the human skin lamps yeah. and shades and bones making up stuff and like just adds to that like nastiness. I, it's so warm and homely. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mom's it's the minimalism pie. of it though that uh, yeah. that works perfectly. And everyone that hasn't seen it does always tell me it's a gory movie. Yeah, same response. One of the scariest movies I've seen recently has. Have you guys seen Funny Games? I, oh, I which, know which one? Yeah, I've seen both. Oh, uh, the American one is the one I saw first, though, and I will not go back and watch it. I felt like I took a shower after that movie. Yeah. I was like, I, yeah. Hmm. And but there's no spoilers if you guys haven't seen it. But there's no gore. They don't show any kills. You've seen it, so yeah. And it, that movie terrified the shit out of me. And yeah, it's because not it's what you don't see. Yeah, yeah. Both versions are in my uh, Netflix uh, queue. They're both legit. Are they? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's yeah. shot. They're shot for shot. And it was the same director too. Yeah, same director, really? just a new cast, and they're shot for shot. Oh uh, wow. Hmm. I prefer the American, but again, same. Naomi Watts is in it, so <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. exactly. We were yeah. talking Mahalan Drive earlier. That's why. Yeah. I well, you know, along the lines of like, uh, you know, directors like uh, um, David Lynch, and, and uh, we were talking about uh, Aronofsky at the booth too. You know, because the mother, which is just kind of an over the head uh, allegory, um, but uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. But it, you know, it's got its problems. Um, but uh, like Von Tier's Antichrist. Oh, oh holy shit. Love. 
It's a I haven't great, seen it. Whip oh, out the scissors. I won't say anything. Well, yeah, no, I, I'll watch it. So yeah, please don't spoil so, it. We'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah, but it's so it's good. gorgeously <laughs> shot, and you know, the, yeah, the, some of the stuff. My my, my friend I've known my whole life is just shaking his head to me and saying, "Eric, do not watch yeah, it." It's <laughs> yeah, it's it's but it's it's just so gorgeously shot, and and everything is just unnerving, and it just gets you know kind of worse and worse, and then uh, but that that. Fox, mm-hmm. the, the slow motion talking fox. It's oh man. There's a yeah. sense of dread that builds throughout yeah. it that is so intense. Well, and it, yeah, and like, it, it, oh man, it's yeah, it's just a when it, shit happens. It yeah, I, I think I think that's both my um, you know. Uh, least favorite and most favorite of the volunteer films. You know, it's just like one you, you don't want to watch again, but you're kind of, I'm kind of drawn to it. Um, yeah, how how you get through that one part? Nod, nod, wink, wink. <laughs> uh, you know, it's that's that's tough uh, to get through, but uh, but you do it and you're a champ. Back to your point about finding a gem. I find I do. The ratio is like thirty to one. I watch about 30 new horror movies, and about one of them will make my list yeah. the next year. Uh, some new great ones, and but some I watch that are new are not so great. Did you guys see Witchin' and Bitchin', the Brazilian horror flick? Yeah. No. I didn't. Sorry, What's that about? Sorry I said it like that. <laughs> no, I can, I can already tell you were pretty disappointed. <laughs> so I saw that director's, one of his other films, uh, about the circus. The Last Circus, I think it was called. And oh, yeah, yeah, I've, I think I've seen that. And that one, he does... I don't know what the hell happens, but like his movies start out really strong, and then it just goes off. Like He's like, all right, yeah, this movie's getting made, so I'm going to throw in some crazy shit. Mm. And like takes this like left turn. Um, so Witchin' and Bitchin', like, I liked parts of it, and it was very... like. Uh, you could see the Sam Raimi influence, like especially early on, like witch flying around and doing all the like gags. I was like, "This is fucking rad!" And then by the end, it's what with the yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Okay. I just thought it was. Uh, there's a lot of movies out there that are that are the same, or they they're in a similar yeah, vein. I thought that had a little bit of originality, and that's kind of what I, I what I look for. Something memorable, like The Thing, for example. They haven't. They've tried to make that movie a hundred times, and you you can't. The original's too good. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, yeah. The, the the creature film, you know, that that's always going to be redone and everything. That that unknown new species that's always found or modified. Uh, was that? I remember like. Uh, that I mean, it wasn't the greatest movie, but the the relic with Penelope Ann Miller. It's it's always one I can still go and watch, and it's a it's not the not a good film, but it's so cool. That fucking monster, that is so bizarre and weird. Yeah, and that uh, came out the same time as uh, what's the other one with the cockroaches that look like people. Oh, Mimic. Mimic, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Relic and Mimic. And well, I think, didn't uh, Guillermo del Toro do that, yeah. that first one? And then they came out with all these fantastically awful sequels that went straight mm-hmm. to DVD or sci-fi channel, you know, where like, things go to die. Those, course, like, cool monster movies. Of course, but, yeah. I, I, will, I will say about, like, sci-fi channel, like, they, they have that... Uh, um, channel Z? Yes, okay. Channel Zero. <laughs> channel, yeah. Yeah, holy crap, that's unnerving. 
Are you watching No In-House right now? Tell me about this Channel Zero. Uh, okay, so it's a, it's an anthology series, kind of like uh, American Horror Story, only it's written. Um, and, uh, you know, you can actually follow it. It makes sense. Uh, and, they yeah, they don't, like, throw out, you know, the... Uh, the ki- yeah, everything in the kitchen sink at you. Um, and it's just, you know, it's more a little bit cerebral and, uh, you it know. It is legit. Yeah, the first and season was terrifying. Uh, I think they're based on creepypastas also. Yeah, they are. Uh, so they, I, from what I understand, they buy the rights to some of these uh, you know, online stories, right? And then uh, they just expand on them. And uh, I think that one of the producers is Max Landis, John Landis' uh, kid. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's... I, I really can't say a lot without giving a lot away. But, like, the first season starts out very much like a Stephen King novel would, where, you know, as an adult, this guy comes back to his childhood place, and where, as, as a child, bad things happened. And, you know, and then you can pretty much, you know, yeah, this mystery still exists, and you got to solve this this thing, and there's all these, it's you know... It's done really well. Yeah, demonic forces, or, you know, there's something unnerving. I mean, it's really unnerving with the kids, and this television show that only certain kids can see and it causes them to go do pretty neat things like craft time <laughs> with people's organs I was going to say yeah with faces <laughs> and uh, yeah the second one is uh, the no end house yeah and I caught the first episode that was pretty yeah. fucked up I never want to go to that horror house so it's this <laughs> destination that people can go to and you go through like room by room and it pro- progressively gets worse and worse for people and uh, they say oh no one's ever made it to room six and that's that's the premise is like these kids like find it and they're like oh this like art installation like kind of like a meow wolf mm-hmm. they're like oh that the house is showing up in our town like let's go check it out and then yeah shit goes down I've got to watch this. Yeah, that sounds right up your alley. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Always turning me on to good stuff. Oh, we like to turn you on. <laughs> and coffee. Oh, now you're just stealing my catchphrase. <laughs> I'm not stealing, giving it to you. Oh, well, uh, I already get, had it. No, no. <laughs> just making sure it got brought Thanks up. Thanks for re-gifting. Because yeah. <laughs> that's a fruitcake? Yeah. I love oh. it. I, I see it every single day, and it's always like yeah. something I'm listening to or something I loved watching. So. Yeah, I think today was like Devo and like a local band, The Inactivists and stuff. So yeah, I love them. But yeah, oh yeah, you like oh fucking love The Inactivists, uh, Victoria Lundy and all those guys. I don't know. I, I get a little bit more turned on by local musicians than I do by you know big national guys. Yeah. So so like when we do the like these shows. You know, it's it's really cool to like go and hang out with guys like uh, like Joe or, or like Gerard or you know some of the guys that I haven't seen for months and they're doing new cool stuff or the styles changed or you know maybe life's not that great and you know being able to to catch up and kind of consult them or you know or just kind of jazzing on new stuff. Same thing with like local bands, you know. I've, um, when we were doing OFM, you know, back in the day, uh, you know, uh, like little Theodore, you know, he's, he's like a local punk art rock, you know, legend. And uh, I get I get goosebumps, you know, talking to him and stuff because he's just so cool and so weird and, and everything. 
and then I'd be backstage uh, with, uh, oh, I met Henry Rollins, and that was intimidating, but just wasn't that same same level of, of feel. It was, it was kind of weird. There's, I think there's, like, an intimacy, like, yeah. meeting, like, local Yeah, there's local an intimacy. People, like, yeah. you probably went to the same, like, coffee shop I did, or... Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you frequent the same areas, like... Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, I guess it's kind of cool to you know think of them out in the real world, you know, occupying the same spaces and, and uh, things that you do. Whereas somebody like Henry Rollins probably does not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably doesn't even poop. <laughs> While I have you here, I have to uh, I have to ask because yeah. I've seen on set photos. Uh, Camp Crash is, is happening now, so we we Camp have to Crash, talk a little yes. bit about that. Yeah, let's talk about Camp Crash. It's fucking awesome um yeah uh so yeah i got a great uh crew of uh you know talented uh you know um you know guys behind the camera uh producers you know uh, camera crew amazing cast absolutely amazing cast um and uh uh we were able to get them uh get them going uh, probably you know since well since uh, the last time we uh, we interviewed, um, all different walks of life, uh, it, you know, they were able to, to commit, and I was you know incredibly uh, uh, fortunate to to have them. Um, so we, we shot the the first episode. We're using that as a um, a couple of weeks. We we shot it a few weeks ago. And we're going to use that as a, kind of our proof of concept, and uh, you know start building um, you know crowdfunding and investment uh, campaigns around it uh to get the rest of the project going and shoot all the you know the other episodes there's 10 more episodes and right now they're you know each script averages about like seven pages so we're looking at you know six seven minutes for each i mean it's it's short and sweet and and we're modeling after uh you know different online uh, serials that i really enjoy like stingray sam from uh cory maccabee it's just ungodly fun and yeah uh it, you know those are like black and white space western musicals um and uh yeah uh, man yeah there's so much cool stuff going on and most of it's online so so we're kind of gearing towards that uh but yeah uh for those that, that don't know camp crash is a um mishmash of uh meatballs meets mad max and it's yeah these 30 40 year old kids that are going to summer camp uh and they get hijacked from going to their regular summer camp to go to uh, camp crash which is the mad max uh summer camp where they learn the art of warfare and each day they battle uh for you know the right to be camp director (laughs) and uh you know it's just um, yeah, it's just so much fun. It's just absolutely, you know, just nutso stuff. And yeah, I'm really fortunate to have, you know, the group of people, you know, want to jump on board and participate. And it, it's a huge collaborative thing, you know. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm a shit writer. So uh, <laughs> when it comes to feature film scripts, uh, I write even less. Uh, I, you know, no, no locations, no backgrounds. You've seen the location. You know, it, it's, it's at Grace at my uh, compound studio. Um, and, uh, so that's, you know, that's pretty much where everything's going to, going to be happening. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great excuse to bring on uh, all my friends and, you know, give them characters, write dialogue for them, you know, figure out the action. And then everybody just helps out by making their own costumes and, uh, 
you know, going through the garage and finding what props they might want to use or, you know, what set pieces might be appropriate. And then just, you know, figuring out how to, to do things and um, how to make that work in, as an aesthetic. Um, but you know, it's not unlike something like Burning Man where you get like, you know, now it's grown to thousands and thousands of people and they all bring their giant art projects and they set them up out in the middle of nowhere in the desert. And so to an extent, it's, you know, a more of a, a microcosm of that. But, uh, but yeah, it's super, super fucking fun and I'm just getting hard thinking about it. <laughs> are we going to get, uh, are you going to wait and shoot all 10 and release it one at a time? No, no definitely going to be uh, at least one at a time. You know, and we're only going to shoot them, you know, when we're ready to, to shoot them. We got all our ducks in a row and, and everything's ready to go. Um, and if not, then, you know, it'll just have to wait, you know. Um, so it'll be interesting. Um, you know, we've got some interesting people that are in the middle of uh, you know different uh, uh, you know adjustments you know to, in their life. So you know we're you know the the, the project itself is it, it takes place in one afternoon. That's how it's written. So we've got a gentleman who uh, has has a health issue and needs to uh, lose weight soon. So we've already filmed the first episode, and it's like we've, we've already written in the script. So one of the, the gimmicks will be, oh, there's a tapeworm. So in this afternoon, he just keeps losing weight dramatically. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's yeah, st- stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, it's an absurdist project. It's, it's, um, it's kind of trashy and it's, you know, very B-movie-ish, but we're trying to approach it with uh, you know, a little bit more uh, production value and, and uh, make it feel a lot more epic. Um, our DP... You know, Ryan Poliski, um, yeah, he shoots feature films, uh, you know, with budgets, and and uh, he's got an amazing eye. We're able to, because of him, we're able to do things so quick and so fast. And uh, and also, it's nice having a cast that knows their lines, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not used to that. So it's like, yeah, we're here, we're ready to work, let's go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I have to catch up to them, you know. So that's a nice change of pace. I can't wait to see the first episode. Me too. <laughs> the, the footage looks amazing. I, I've, I've been in in the editing room and, and uh, we've looked at it. Uh, you know, Ryan's doing all the editing and everything, and um, he's you know way better than I am. So uh, so yeah, it's 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 been yeah, a lot of fun. Really, yeah, can't wait can't wait to show it to you. Um, you know, and we'll be releasing more content. I'm sure there's more behind-the-scenes stuff, you know, that I haven't seen yet that uh, I just want to, you know, keep dumping and sharing. Uh, I think that's that's also like a kind of a thing with, uh, like, the film role world. Everybody wants to be secretive and everything. I, I don't like that. Uh, I, I, I don't mind spoilers. Spoilers become spoilers anyway at some point. So just, you know, throw out, um, you know, some of the stuff that, uh, that you're working on that, and, uh, you know, really engage with the audience as much as you can. So... Well, you've, yeah. you've shared a lot, and all the on-set photos, at least, I've seen. Again, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, it's, same. Uh, and this, the script is right up my alley. Like, if I could write a script, it would be that. It, seriously, it's, it's it phenomenal. Be that bad? Yeah. <laughs> Come no, on. I think, you, you really need to hold yourself to a better standard. <laughs> I, I just think, like, if I was looking through movies and saw descriptions of it, yours would get picked every time. Just I want to see your shirt as a movie. Ninjesus. Yeah. I've already kind of thought about it, so maybe we should. Uh, maybe you and I should collaborate on something. All right. Right, man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a shit writer too. Yeah, well, you know, so, uh, of course we'd have to 
salvage that line from uh, Dead Alive. You know, I, I, uh, I, I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> but he is the Lord. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I've already imagined the first scene is him <laughs> surfing in with no surfboard onto a beach and yeah, beating a bunch yeah. of dudes' asses. As yes. it should be. Oh, yeah. Oh, make them Nazis. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Yeah, there, there needs to be more ass-kicking of Nazis these days. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We should at least, and Joe, you in could, we should do Ninjesus <laughs> as a comic if we can't do a movie, right? All right. There should be a Lord giveth and Lord taketh away scene, like one-liner at the end as he like kills a bad guy. Oh, yes. nice. I don't know if it would be like taking his eyes, taking something, but yeah. Uh, I dig it. Clever one-liner. Would you watch Ninjesus? Yeah, I think I would. The only I, I think I would because you'd twist my arm and then I'd enjoy it. <laughs> That's right. And then I'd the, have to read another book. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be the number one Disney movie of the year. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, they're big into Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get Chick-fil-A to sponsor it. We'll be gold. Yeah. Well, you know, they're they're really into like, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, women abduction. You saw uh, Beauty and the Beast. Right. right? I did. Yeah. Very horrific movie. Yeah. I, I guess that's on Netflix. I try. I played that for like 20 minutes. It's just like, uh, I'm going to go back to Attack on Titan. Okay, watching that? Yeah, much better. Yeah, that, that seemed a little bit more reasonable and believable. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hopefully a lot of different horror movies on Netflix. They usually they usually deliver every year. We get a... Fingers crossed. What's that? I said fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. We usually get a couple uh, a couple things I've never uh, I've never seen before. Is there anything you've seen lately? I've really been holding off, like you said earlier, for October. Uh, tomorrow. Yep. Horror movie month starts tomorrow. That's right. So we better get on our game, guys. I don't even have my first two picked out. I do two yeah. a day. Let's let's schedule a movie night. I'm serious. Let's fucking do it. Get a bunch of pizzas. You guys get the beer. I'll bring the coffee. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I love. I'd expect nothing less. And then we'll watch uh, Antichrist. That'll, oh, that'll be the starting point, I don't right? Want, I oh, probably God. won't eat while watching. Well, then everything after that will be just okay. uh, upticks. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I want to watch this. Dude, Doug rarely tells me to, to lay off. Yeah, I saw, he, the, you I saw the recording the in my eyes, the, the, the body shakes, and then I, th- I think he's in the corner kind of huddled over, kind of crying now. Was there any movie you <laughs> The images that, that brought up. Have I ever turned off? Yeah. Or Higher learning. Oh, interesting, really. Yeah, I was With, just... Uh, Ice Cube? That one? Yeah, Cube is in that one, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't like that. No, I've turned off... Uh, I, mean, I turned off Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. What the oh. fuck is that one? That's new. It, it was a, a comedy with terrible. the dude from Workaholics and... Yeah, uh, Aubrey Zach Plaza's in it. Plaza's uh, in it. Okay. And, I remember uh, the, the trailer vaguely. I didn't laugh, like, for the first 35 minutes, and that, I mean... For, that's a good killer. For a comedy, that's it's time to yeah. go. Yeah. 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 No, I, I do the same with... with comedies yeah do you find yourself sticking longer with a horror movie because I certainly do I'll turn a comedy off uh, very quickly but I'll I'll give a horror movie more of a chance yeah Yeah. (laughs) like make me laugh and then and with comedies I seem to (laughs) like even though the script might be better than a horror movie that I'll stick with like it seems as soon as something bad happens like oh I'm not laughing yet it's been 15 minutes oh man that sucks that shot sucks that script and I start picking apart everything and I'm like yeah I I don't need to watch this with horror I'm like oh that was kind of cool (laughs) oh I wonder how they did that yeah or I wonder if it is a demon like (laughs) (laughs) I'm like uh 
Well, I've given it an hour. Like, I will finish it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, with me, like, uh, the, the, the big thing, uh, and I, uh, maybe it's going out of fashion a little bit, but, like, uh, American torture porn, it's Ooh. just the most god-awful thing. Uh, I... I I think the only thing from that genre I liked was uh, Hostel 1 and 2. I couldn't stand the Saw movies. Um, and then there's just all these derivatives that have gone straight to DVD or online and stuff. And yeah. yeah, most of the time it's just like awful people being awful to each other on you know on camera. And it's just like, fine, kill them all. You know, it's, show me the credits. That's probably the best part. Um, <laughs> with uh, Hostel, the reason I give that one like the pass is because you could see that they understood that it was like satire. Yeah. And with Saw, it was like MTV Music Video presents torture porn. <laughs> like all the editing and like yeah. fucking like circling around while oh speed up film. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. And like yeah. It's shit. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, they don't do it like uh, you know the the Japanese or the the Korean uh, torture porns. You know when it was like originated in the late eighties and the nineties. Oh, because that? that's that shit was intense. What is it called? Flesh flower or flower of flesh or? I don't know. I I don't even need to bring it. Yeah, yeah. but but uh, like uh, Takashi Miike films, like Dead or Alive and uh, Ichi the Killer. It's Fucking. like oh my god. It's like those movies are art and they are torture porn. Yeah, Ichi the Killer was uh, that. That took a little bit to, for me to get through. Audition, audition. Yeah, one that I can. I heard was real, also. Really, um, where like he eviscerates like the. I think it's like three fourths of the way through the film. Ichi like kills a bunch of people in the apartment. Mm-hmm. That's like one of many scenes, but yeah, uh, yeah. There's a scene where the door opens and you see like semen drip into a puddle, and apparently that was real semen. Yeah. Well, hey, if you're gonna go, uh, yeah, go no, all the exactly. way. Yeah, he he does that a lot in his his early films. I don't know if he does that anymore, but uh, yeah, oh yeah, Gozu was yeah. fantastic. Fuck that was that, that's like his nod to David Lynch. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I agree. That 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 last scene, the birthing scene, was amazing. I've never like just really. How did they do that? That's amazing. It was just like some of the most, but it was the simplest practical effect when he actually like went behind the, the scenes to see it. But yeah, if you haven't seen Gozu, oh, I haven't. So, it's so good. It's so fun. I think I dig it. I watch Audition every year, though. <gasps> audition is... is uh, Do you dig Audition, though? Oh, my God, uh, dude. You will love, love Gozu. It. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's, yeah. If, yeah. You, if you don't mind that, and I love Audition for that burn, and then... Yeah, like I hate to say payoff because it's like, oh man, but fuck yeah, like it's that grizzly payoff. Oh, did you ever? Uh, what is it? Is it Ezo? Is it? Is, I think that's the one. But it's it's another Takashi Miike one, and it's like an existential fucking horror epic war. It's it's all these genres just kind of blended together, and, and yeah, it's both nothing and everything. I still didn't get to see that one, and like you explaining some of the scenes to me, I think it was it last is, year. You were like, "This nuts. is amazing." Yeah, it is like the culmination of his early career. Just kind of like, okay, let's do everything. Literally, just put everything in the script. Let's do it. And uh, yeah, so essentially, it's a it's a, like a, a medieval feudal ja- uh, Japanese farmer that's you know crucified by you know the the shogun's you know lackeys. 
and he's filled with so much rage and hatred at that moment of his death that uh, he pretty much transcends everything space time love hate mathematics physics you name it he just yeah he becomes kind of this anomaly amongst the gods and he just he's on a um it's a it's a revenge film but he's taking out gods he's taking out he's basically corrupting math and now every math doesn't work for everybody and you know he's he's uh, folding you know um you know, space time in on itself, and you know, it's like, what the hell? It's like Buddha's freaking out, and you know, Ganesh is like, what do we do now? And everybody looks to Jesus, dude. What? I'm a fucking stoner. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, it's just, it's just so gonzo and cool. And you know, after a while, it's just like this, it's it's this never-ending montage of just, mm, what the fuck did I just see? And uh, yeah, that oh, definitely watch that with a lot of coffee. It, don't do it with alcohol. <laughs> you'll, you'll just cry. <laughs> Before we wrap up, I always ask you guys, anything else we need to talk about? I definitely want to plug uh, Windiglow. That sounds uh, sounds phenomenal. Yeah, I can't wait to... Yeah. Are we getting Windiglow or Camp Crash first? What can I expect first? Ooh, uh, I th- well, I think uh, Camp Crash will, will be done with uh, the first episode uh, in the next two months. Okay. And then uh, Windiglow, maybe by the end of the year. Um so uh, we'll probably uh, assess that, you know, later on. But uh, definitely go to uh, misassembly.com for any updates. And then uh, on Facebook, we've, uh, we've got uh, um, uh, our Windigo, Windiglo. Oh, God, I'm butchering that up. Oh, I'm such an ass. Um, uh, Windiglo. Uh, uh, Windiglo. God damn it. I really am an ass. All right. You take over, Charlie. Windiglo on up. Facebook. Yeah. Thank you. And then Camp Crash on Facebook, too. Excellent. It was great having you uh, you guys here. Thank you so much for, for sharing so much with uh, with us today. Daniel Crozier, Joe Oliver. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much.